So this podcast is pretty much about infertility. If you're going through IUI treatments, if you're going through IVF, if you're trying and it's just not working out for you, or if you were trying and you just, you gave up, then this pretty much is for you. I feel that the trying to conceive world doesn't have enough awareness. I think because when some women find out that they're infertile or it's just hard for them, harder for them to get pregnant, they kind of shut down and they get ashamed. Maybe they get embarrassed and they don't pretty much talk to anybody about it. But that's pretty much what this podcast is about. It took me maybe, I'll say two years to actually come out and pretty much tell everyone that I was in, I had issues to get pregnant. And the reason why I felt the need to tell everyone is because I kept getting asked when I would have a baby, when I was going to get pregnant, am I planning on it? And those questions just, it actually made me more depressed at the simple fact that I couldn't just lay on my back and reproduce. So this podcast is pretty much for that woman who is going through it and just know that you are not alone. There's thousands of us out there and this is pretty much what I'm making this podcast for is to support the trying to conceive community. I was about 23 when I found out that I would need help getting pregnant. And I remember I went to the doctor because I got married at 21. And he said to me, What about, what, you ever thought about having children? And honestly, no, I never thought about having children. And this, I told him that. And he told me, when he told me that he always dreamed of having children, I guess I changed my mind then too. And so from that day, that was my dream. My dream was to have children. And we tried for a good year and a half. Actually, we probably were trying when, since we first got married, I would say. And it just never happened. So I decided one day that I'm gonna go to the doctor, I'm gonna get tested. I wanna see why you know, I'm not getting pregnant. When I went, they asked me like, how often do you get your period? And I pretty much just said like, it comes when it wants. And the doctor just looked at me and like, okay. And she looked at my face and she tells me I have high testosterone because I have a, I have a light mustache and like a couple chin hairs here and there. I'm not trying to be a little dramatic, <laughs> but she told me I had something called PCOS. The only way that I would be able to get pregnant is they're gonna put me on birth control first. They put me on birth control for a year. I had been on birth control for a year. And I did that, and then they took me off of it. And so 
that was the first method that I tried. You know, when the birth control pill pills didn't work, it, it actually upset me because I was already against doing, taking birth control because I was thinking, I was thinking, I don't, don't want to do birth control because I'm trying to have a baby. So why am I, why would I take birth control and then like lose all those good eggs? That's, that was in my mind. That's what I was thinking. But once that didn't work, then they told me that I would have to probably try something called IUI. And I didn't quite understand what IUI was, but I'll tell you just in case you don't know. It's pretty much when a man ejaculates inside of a cup and they take that sperm, they put it inside of a catheter and then they put it inside the woman. So that's what the next suggestion was from the doctor. And I was pretty upset about that because I was thinking, this is not fair. This is not fair to me and I just really shut, shut down. And I remember one day my mother called me or texted me. She, did, she called or texted me and she says to me, guess what? And in my family, if somebody says, guess what? Somebody's pregnant. And so I asked her, I said, who's pregnant now? She tells me she's pregnant. Now at this time I'm 24, I'm about, I'm about 23, yeah, 23, 24-ish. And I was just so upset. I was so torn. I threw my phone because here I am trying to have a baby and it just not working out. And my mother, who's about to be 40, is now pregnant. So I asked her, you know, I was like, could I take the baby? Can I have it? Because I knew what I was going through. And she said, no, I'm not even sure if I'm gonna keep it. Okay. Needless to say though, my little brother is six and I love him to death. But at that point, I just felt like it was the lowest point in my life. And that, that's normal now. I feel like that's normal, especially when it comes to dealing with infertility issues. Everything about infertility to me is difficult. And the only thing that I think will make it e would have made it, made it easier for me is if I felt like my husband would have never told me that he wanted children and I, I blamed him for it. And that's probably the issue now with a lot of women. They, some, some women will blame themselves and some women will blame others. And that was my thing. But now that I wouldn't even say, um, I wouldn't even say I, I beat infertility. I didn't beat infertility. Although I do have two children, I had to do treatments. And now, let's be honest. 
I would love to have another baby. However, I don't want to go through the emotional support. I don't want to go through financial troubles to have a baby. And it's really annoying to me when people come up to you and they say, when are you going to have another baby? Are you planning to have another baby? And the crazy part is that they know because I'm very outspoken about how I was able to have my two children. They know what I've been through to have the two that I have. So the fact that you come to me and you ask me if I plan to have another one is very upsetting. It's very upsetting. I feel like it's rude and I feel like it's insensitive. And I think it's inconsiderate. Mind the business that pays you. By all means, if you're gonna pay for my infertility treatments, I will be glad to have a third child. Until then, don't ask me. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest, but it's just hard when you confide in people and you pretty much tell them, and this is what some women who are going through infertility treatment feels, but they probably won't tell you, but here I am. Don't worry, ladies, I got this. It's annoying when you see a girl who doesn't have children and you ask her why she does not, you're pretty much asking her what is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you if you have infertility issues. I say issues, but to me, it's not even a problem. It's just that infertility fucking sucks. It does. But with support of other women, I promise you, it will make you feel 10 times better you, that you actually took time out to find support. And that's what, I, that's what I had to do. I had to do it because there was times where I'm going through fertility treatment and one of my friends get pregnant. Wasn't even trying. And you know what? The fact that my friend came to me first and told me that she was pregnant and she's so sorry that she got pregnant and that I didn't. I understand what she was trying to do, but that, that shit hurts. It hurts because some, some women, some people don't understand that it's, that's a touchy subject. It's a touchy subject. So whenever you see a woman who doesn't have children, don't, don't ask anything about children. You don't know what she's going through. She probably cries every night by herself because maybe she found out that she needed help to get pregnant. It's, stop doing that. Just mind your business that pays you. had to do three treatments, three IUIs to have my son. 
first two didn't work and the third one did work thankfully for me because before I actually did my third IUI the doctor pretty much told me that my next step would be IVF which was $10,000 that I really didn't have and IVF is when they take the female's egg the male sperm put it together to fertilize it and then they put it back in the woman and all my trying to conceive ladies know that two-week wait is hell for those who are just listening just to hear what we go through two-week wait it is you have a two-week window that you have to wait for after you get a treatment and that once the two weeks is over that's when you can test to see if the treatment actually worked it could be a happy day for you and it can be a sad day and that two-week wait is horrible so to have a two-week wait to have to wait all that time to get a negative you can imagine what someone would feel like and so when I got my positive for my son I, I couldn't even I don't even think I cried I think I was in shock because this is like the first time I've ever saw a positive pregnancy test and I, I went to the store I think I bought three digital tests because I was like I need to see that this test says pregnant. I don't, I don't, I can't trust the one with the lines because maybe the line is going to be too faded. I can't see. Plus, all the other two times I had my, did my IUIs, I think that I was looking so hard and I wanted it to be positive so bad that I swore I saw a second line on those tests. So I don't suggest those when you're doing your two-week wait. Some women do not wait two weeks. I couldn't wait two weeks. I think I was <laughs> taking pregnancy tests the day after my treatments. I just couldn't wait. But finally when I was pregnant with him I did everything possible that I could. And you know what? Someone once told me to pray. Now this is a, this is gonna be. I don't really mean to hurt anyone if they're religious. If this is how you you know feel that you pray, you get things that you want. But for me, that's not how it works for me. Because I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I begged. I begged for my son. And the first two times I prayed so hard, I prayed so hard the first two times. And when it didn't happen, I, I was upset, of course. And the third time, I, I didn't even pray. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even pray. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I kinda was upset with myself because I felt like I was turning my back. I remember my son was 16 months and I decided that 
I'm gonna have another baby. Knowing that I had to try again, I was willing to do it. But I don't think that financially I was ready. So what I pretty much started to do was get jobs and I was working on my business at the time and just really trying to make as much money as I could knowing that I wanted this baby again like another baby so bad and I did it I got pregnant and then I went for my first ultrasound and that's when I found out that I, it was a chemical pregnancy and so I was given the option to take a pill or I was given the option to just wait it out, like my body would release it. And that's what I decided to do because I, I just couldn't see myself taking the pill because to me it was like giving myself an abortion and I didn't want to do that. So I waited a whole month and that's when my, I got a period. So a whole month in my head, it felt like a, it was a lifetime because I still had pregnancy symptoms, but knowing that there was no baby there, it, I, I can't even explain the feeling. So we kind of took a break after that because it was very emotional for us. And then I think it was that might have been the lowest point of our marriage because I felt like I wasn't getting any support. I felt like he didn't care how I cared, how I felt, and he just didn't show any emotion. And so I kind of shut down. And one night we were talking and he says to me, I told you that my dream was to have kids. I've always wanted kids. So, you know, I don't, I know how hard it is for you right now, but it's just as hard for me too, because I, I have my wife walking around the house crying all day and I'm pretty much just trying to keep it together because we still have our son that we have to take care of. And at that point, I said, he's right. He's right. Because this happened in 2016 and I was... I was just still, I was just so upset. I, I lost my baby February 2016, and now it's July, and me and my husband were actually just talking about the situation. So that's how long it took me to process, like, oh shit, like he's right. He's right. I can't walk around all day crying for something that happened you know and something that I can't fix but what I can do is I can just move on and think of that baby and just try again and that's what I did and I have my daughter who's now two and I'm not gonna lie it, it's it has been hard especially as I stated in the beginning of the episodes where people ask me if I want another baby but to me I, I have I had three babies it's just one isn't here with me now so 
I'm going to leave this saying, you don't know what people are going through. You, I feel people should just be considerate when they ask people or ask women or even ask men, what are they waiting for and do they want another one and just questions like that. Just questions like that. I feel like that's personal and unless someone comes to you and wants to talk to you about it, then you can go from there. And you know, sometimes people say, "Oh, it takes t- it timing is key. Just pray on it." Timing for some are key, yes. Timing can be key for some women, but timing is not key for me. I cannot time when I'm going to get my period. I don't know, it just comes. I cannot time when I'm ovulating because I don't even know when my period is going to come. I don't even know if I ovulate at all. So it's very, like I said it before, it's rude and it hurts when people ask you these questions. And sometimes I understand, you know, I know you, maybe you want to get information out of this person to figure out what they have going on. And I, I've made that mistake. I've made that mistake. I know then well I had to go through IUI treatments to have my children. I went and I asked a girl if she has she ever tried and she just I can't have babies, Christina. And I just I could do nothing to her but apologize. I am so sorry because I understand. I know how you feel. I know how hard that was for you to even come out and say it. But let's just remember that some people don't understand. Some people don't understand, and that's why this podcast was made. And some people might listen to it and think, oh, it's so boring. But women who are trying to conceive and they hear this, it might even get a little tears out of you. There's been times on this podcast that I've been recording, and I legit was almost in tears. There are so many episodes because I had to pause because this is a hard topic for me to talk about and I never really opened up to anybody about it and now here I am about to share my experience and everything with the world but I just really need more infertility awareness. 